This is your favorite podcaster, Romina, and you just tuned in to RM Podcast FL. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to RM Podcast FL. First and foremost, I want to thank you for investing your time to our show. Second, I want to tell you guys to go ahead and subscribe to whatever podcast platform you're listening to our podcast from. Wherever you get your podcast just from. Go ahead and hit subscribe, you guys, and give us a five-star review. Tell us how awesome we are. And without any hesitation, I want to actually go ahead and jump in on today's episode. I know I haven't actually promoted a lot here recently, you guys, and I know I haven't actually told you to do stuff. My only technically call to action is just to hit subscribe. The reason why I say that is because we have so many awesome episodes coming your way, you guys, that I'm trying to get the best product out there for you. The podcast is strictly focused on how we can all improve personally and professionally and how we can all become better people, better humans. And that is what the interviews are being conducted from. And I'm super duper excited to actually have Stephanie Nieto on today's episode. I was lucky enough to meet Stephanie on the PodFest conference that we had in Orlando, which was early March before the whole coronavirus situation started hitting and everything being canceled. Once I met her, we actually had like a very heart-to-heart conversation within like the first 10 minutes. We even met each other, which was amazing. I felt like as I found a friend in her right away, she's very warm and welcoming and she's just an amazing human, you guys. I love what she's doing with her podcast. I love what she's doing with her product. It's definitely a person that I wanted to bring in the show and introduce it to you guys because she is the real example of somebody taking a leap of faith and actually diving in from their path when they have a feeling that they can do something better. And that's what Stephanie did. She worked in the Survivor show, you guys. She was in the production team. And she decided to just quit everything, rebuild herself, rebuild her identity, actually go ahead and take a leap of faith and try to launch the 2.0 version of herself. And she has done an absolutely phenomenal job, you guys. So today we talk about how she reinvented herself, how she became the better version of herself and what is she doing now to give back to her community to her ladies to help them through each podcast episode which it actually all started because she wanted to do a gift to herself so she can listen to it a couple years later and she thought it was just one episode done but little did she know that people wanted to hear more from her so go ahead and tune into this episode I know my mic is a little off in this episode, you guys. Um, My mic actually ended up breaking during the virus, which as a podcaster, you absolutely know this, that this is a bananas feeling, but made the best of it, still improvised. So enjoy the episode. I will tag along all the information where you can get a hold of Stephanie. Go ahead and enjoy the episode and tell us how you like it. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Thank you so much, guys, for investing your time to RM Podcast FL. Just like I mentioned on the bio, today's guest speaker is Stephanie Nieto. Hi, Steph. How are you today? 
Hi, Rabina. I'm super happy to be over here with you and your audience. How are you doing? I am good. I'm awesome. Now, uh, to recap a little bit, you guys, you probably heard me talk a lot about PodFest 2020 and about how amazing of an experience it was and how I connected with some awesome people. And that's where I met Steph, too. That's true. That's a very funny story, actually. I was by myself outside there, and then this girl um, like just came suddenly to talk to me. And I'm normally by myself. I I think I told you this um, this story before, Romina. Normally, I like to you know to be by myself and everything. And Nicole came, you know, like she started talking to me, and then I saw you, and then you were like, "Can I join like join you guys?" And I was like, "Of course." And that was it. We are here. <laughs> That's the best part about this type of conferences and that's the best part about podcasting to you guys because you get to connect with a lot of awesome, amazing people. But I want to pass the mic to Steph a little bit. Steph, tell us how awesome you are. I don't know anybody that knows you better than you know yourself. So introduce yourself to the audience. Thank you so much for the opportunity, first of all. Well, as you can tell, I have an accent. That's because I'm from Panama, Panama City. Um, my actually native um, language is Spanish. I am, I think I will describe myself as a dreamer. That's, I think, the word that describes me the most. I, I, I think I dream awake every single day of my life. I, I have always been dreaming around and I'm a very um, down to earth person, which is weird because I'm a dreamer. But um, at the same time, I think I have always been very clear with what I want. And I have always been, you know, like trying to be better and better, you know, as a person or whatever. So just um, bio about myself was very passionate about like TV and everything all about arts since I was a little girl so I I told my mom I wanted to be a journalist and she was like you're gonna die working you know like you're not gonna be able to to afford food or whatever and I was like how's that and she's like no you need to find something you know like different whatever so I said okay I'm gonna work and I'm gonna study medicine. I don't know what I was thinking. And I thought I was going to be a doctor. I think that lasts maybe for a week. So then I told my mom that I wanted to study business, whatever. And then we went together to the college, but I had the idea that I wanted to study something about, um, you know, TV related or something about the industry. And my mom was like, no, there's no way. So I signed myself into the business. And then this woman from the college said she was like okay well there is an issue with this career and it's not still recognized or whatever and my mom was like how is that and she's like well we're still working on the papers and she was like but there is another option where you have like advertising and marketing and it's like with tv production whatever and i was like oh, well, marketing, advertising, mom, that sounds like business, you know, but I, of course I was like super excited about the TV thing. So I ended up everything. You just heard TV and you, I, I know. And I was like, that was it for me. The next thing I knew is that I was, you know, studying like production, TV production and all that kind of stuff. So I have always have very clear this kind of like mindset about, and I know it's going to sound like, maybe silly or, or whatever, but I always 
I have always think that you can always attract things that you want. So I was like, I really need to, you know, I really want to work in this in Hollywood and movies and all that kind of stuff. Da, da, da. So I had a boyfriend at that time. I was, I think I was like 18 or something, 18. Yeah. And I had a boyfriend and he had a friend and he works and all, he used to work on all these TV production things. And I was like, Hey, if you know about someone that, you know, like it's looking for someone to work with, you know, production, whatever, just give me a call. And he was like, oh yeah, whatever, well, whatever. And he ended up calling me. He's like, hey, there's a job opportunity. You call this person. And that person gave me like three more names or whatever. So I ended up calling all these people. I ended up going to this interview. Um, and maybe you guys are like, okay, why is she telling all this stuff? If Fermina asked her about herself, it's because like, I think, I do believe that what you have done in life saying about profession or job or whatever doesn't really define you but what does define you is how you have faced all the opportunities you have had in life so here was this 18 years old girl um at this hotel without her mom's permission wearing flip-flops wearing all this you know like you remember those baggy jeans that you, you, oh that were to... like trendy for quite some yeah, time yeah i know okay so it was quite trendy have those jeans and what a time you know you remember that all those t-shirts with kind of like we used to have that fashion theme kind of like happening here in panama like the worst t-shirt ever that was like the you know like that was the most you know like the in whatever so I was wearing that my hair hairy like messy hair whatever and I go I there I bet you you thought you looked cool though I no 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 I, I I'm totally 100% sure I was there so I go there and my mom is like no Stephanie you don't go to interviews looking like that so right now you are going to step out of that interview. And I was like, mom, relax, you know, relax. So this story, it's a super Stephanie story. So you can actually understand who Stephanie is. I was there and I opened the door and I wanted to leave immediately. I opened that door and I was like, your mom was right. Promise yourself you will never, ever do something against her will i opened the door and there there were like 60 65 people like young young adults like me wearing suits hair like super you know like they were like looking all professional makeup shoes everything and i was like i'm sorry wrong place and I wanted to leave the place immediately. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck I'm doing here? Well, while I was like, kind of like stepping out, this guy, like huge North American guy, barefoot, wearing a shirt with the Panamanian beer logo, just like the t-shirt I was wearing. Like he was just like barefoot. He's like, hey, I love your outfit. And I looked at him and I was like, hi, my name's Stephanie. 
how are you doing? 18 years old, right? So he was like, are you coming for the interview? And I'm like, I'm certainly am. Yeah. Why not? And then he was like, okay, I'll see you next time. Whatever. Well, I was there. I was like, you know what? This job is for me. Like I'm different over here, but I'm quite good different. So, you know, so I stayed there. We go to the interview in groups of 10, 10 people. I go there and I was with the most amazing swimmers of Panama. They were all athletes. They were all about sports. And I was there. I was like, Stephanie, what are your skills besides stubborn? Besides, I don't know, rebel? What are your skills? So he starts the interviews like, what do you think about swimming these amount of meters? And they were like, oh, no, yeah, like I have done that like so many times. What about you? Oh, yeah, whatever. What about you? And I'm like, um, I have issues with the ocean, to be really honest with you. And he was like, okay. What about you think? What about you think about everything? I was like, dude, I'm just going to leave right now. My mom was so right. And... Then it comes to the question where I was like, okay, this is mine. He's like, oh, you have to remember all these girls were like, you know, like all dressed up for um, interviews, no, like super properly, nails, makeup, everything. So what do you think about your hair going messy? And I was like, Ben, my opportunity. He's like, you can tell I don't care. He's like, what do you think about your nails? Da, da, da? I'm like, I bite my nails. What do you think about this? I'm like, dude, fashion isn't my thing. So anyways, I was like, I think this was like the most awful job interview. Like the first that I had and the, maybe the, like the, like the, like it was bad. Everything was bad. So I'm stepping out of the room and he's like, Stephanie is your name, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I love your attitude, girl. And I was like, see you soon, John. And I left. So that's how I started working on Survivor. I was production assistant in Survivor for, oh, I was, that for that first job, I was dream teamer. He, that was my very first job. I was a dream teamer. So basically we were working on the challenge department and I traveled the world working with the company, with the production the Survivor, the North American reality show. Then I was production assistant for a while. And then I stopped working on that show um, around 2008. So I think I worked for five or six years or something. So that's a Stephanie, a girl that have believed in herself when every single person have told the opposite. I'm super stubborn and maybe... <laughs> That's why I have accomplished a lot. And maybe that's why I have, I have made a lot of mistakes, but that's Stephanie, basically. Sorry it took so long. No, I love the story, actually, because I can just see, like I met you in person, I can just see your attitude. And like, it's, we always say like, be yourself and, you know, have that confidence and demonstrate that confidence. But I mean, that's what you're, that's what you're just saying. Like everything happens for a reason just the way like everything happened on the interview and just your attitude towards answering those questions and not necessarily, you know, putting yourself 
down by like, oh, how this person looks and how this person looks and how, oh, how are they answering? How am I answering? Like, you're just you. You're just a little, little rebel that is just stubborn on her goals. Um, so let's go a little bit. So survival, you, you got a really great position. I mean, that is not just a position that just comes out of nowhere. Uh, that was, you were stubborn. You wanted to work in TV somehow, be related to television, be related to production. Now, right. I know after quite some time, you, you felt like you could do better. So what was the craziest, what was that crazy step that you took towards kind of launching Stephanie 2.0? Well, that's a very long story, but I can short it. Um, I was in Africa. That was my very last Survivor episode. And I was running base camp by, base camp by myself. And I drove from point A to point B. It was a very, it was a very hard episode that time. And it, I was, you know, like in the middle of this amazing place in Gabon in Africa. And I told myself, you know, you are 25 years old. You have this dream job. You're traveling the world that you know, you're basically work, like working on flip-flops, bailing suit and all this kind of stuff. And you should be happy. That's how I, cause we have this weird concept about happiness, you know, like we think like we, I cope, you know, like, um, getting some stuff or whatever, or having some accomplishment will actually make us happy. And I was not, I was 25 years old, super empty and which is really weird. And I know it's going to sound weird, um, to you is that I was super stubborn and I had an attitude, but I wasn't secure at all. I was actually, actually a very insecure person. So the thing is that I happen to know how to look secure, you know? So I was there super fragile and super vulnerable. And I was like, I want to leave. I want to, I want to do something else. And I had issues there with some agreements. And I was like, I think this is the sign, you know, to move on. So I think I told you the story about the little kid that I call him Hope because sometimes you meet people around the world or you don't have to meet them. You can actually um, hear them, like listen to their podcast or whatever, read their books or whatever. And those people through a moment or through something, they can actually be there, someone that marks your life. So this little kid was right there and I was waiting this boat and normally he will see me every day, but they were afraid of us because they thought we were gonna steal their lands or whatever. So I sat for a while and that specific day, I think he felt we didn't know our language, like we didn't speak the same language or anything. And I think he felt how miserable I was feeling. So he basically sat beside me without saying a word. And right there, I started crying, saying like, you know, like, I'm so unhappy of, you know, with all these things. So I decided I was going to quit. And everyone was like, how oh, you're going to quit Survivor? Like, you're crazy. Like, you're 25 and you're actually living the life. And I was like, this is not for me. So I came to Panama and I couldn't face the reality. I was here for four days and I left and I moved to Argentina. And one of my episodes actually talks about like 
that specific time of my life. I, I use this phrase a lot, todo pasa, which means um, how everything, do, how do, everything it, will go like, exactly. Like, you know, like this will also, you know, go, you will go through this and, you know, so I was there in Argentina, like kind of like facing life because Survivor was a Peter Pan world for me. So I was 25 years old facing real life. Hey, you have to wake up and make your own food. You have to do laundry. We had everything on Survivor. So I, I wasn't able to grow. Even I was growing and having responsibilities. I, for that time, I feel sometimes I compare that time of my life with what happens with you when you're not connected with yourself. I think for that time I was unplugged. I wasn't really feeling, you know, like, and it's super easy. You work kind of, kind of like a fun place. There is open bar. There is everything that you can imagine for not to not be specific. So you don't really grow, you know, like as a person or whatever. You so were well, kind of the superficial level of you, kind but of. not the inner. Exactly. So I had a lot of demons and monsters to face and that's what happens in Argentina. So I started all this new episode of my life and in Buenos Aires. And I think that's when the new Stephanie started. Like, it was like a kind of like a reborn, like knowing myself, um, facing myself and saying, there's a lot of things you have to actually do because you cannot be living your life unplugged. So from 2008, and I know you currently have your own blog as well as you have an international, very successful podcast, but I want to focus a little bit because I remember when you told me about your blog, you said at first you started anonymous. Mm -hmm. uh, why did you make that decision? Because a lot of people want to build their, like want to have their name stamped to everything that they do pretty much. I, there's, there are two reasons. One of them, it, it was because when I started this, it was 2015. So, but that, by that time I had, let's say it was like, I don't know, I had six years already of all these reborn things I told you, right? I, by that time I had a, a very good kind of like reputation as a producer in Panama and internationally. I, by that time, I already worked on other realities, other movies, um, you know, like TV commercials and that. So my name was known as producer, kind of. And it's not, I'm not saying that I don't like the industry people, but it, it, it's well known that it's a very super, superficial and it can be sometimes a very tough industry to work with. And, you know, like people are just, you know, kind of, some of them are just, they just have a, a very specific personality or whatever. And I felt I was going to be judged, you know, because at that time I wasn't really emotionally healed enough to say, fuck off. I don't really care about people, what they say about me. And, but at the same time, I also had the professional kind of concern because I was a producer, but at the same time, I was developing my career as a voiceover artist. 
So everything was under my name, you know, my clients in Panama and my clients in other countries, they knew me as producer slash voiceover artist. And I was growing as a VO artist at that time. So I was like, dude, another thing that Stephanie Nieto is doing is like, I think it's going to be like, kind of like weird. And of course I was, I was talking about like what my speech was coming from my emptiness or, you know, from my own judgment and from my um, lack of security. So I was like, another thing Stephanie Nieto is doing. And um, I was like, no, 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 no. Like just, just focus, you know, like I just want to read or what, um, I just want to write and whatever. So that's why I decided to do it um, from scratch. Cause I didn't want any, I, I didn't want anyone to know it was me because I have my past. We all do. Right. So I thought all these people that know me from my past, they're going to judge, you know, whatever I'm saying, they're going to say like, Oh, I, this girl, I mean, she was a bitch when she was a producer. Like, like, and now she's like empowering women, you know? And again, I was, my speech was from coming from my lack of security, basically. So that's why I decided to be anonymous. So you had a lot to say, but at the same time you wanted to, I feel like you wanted to rebuild your identity with your true self without having the judgment tagged along with it kind of yeah but it it didn't really last um it didn't really last I think when when everything when you do everything from your essence it's essence or essence how do you I'm sorry for my English Essence. I, I don't know. It's not my primary English language either. So well, you understood. We're doing a great job. <laughs> okay. So um, when 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 you when when you are yourself, whatever you do, it will come as yours. So it, you don't have to say it's me. People will just feel it. People will just see it. People will look at something and they, uh, and they will say, that reminds me of, of you. That has like your signature, your, your, your everything. So it didn't really last. And people were like, um, are you doing this and that? And, you know, like kind of like for me at the beginning, it worked and it helped to break the ice. So I think I did it mostly for myself and I will do it again. Definitely. So it did, it did do its purpose of healing and, you know, rebranding yourself and just really putting out there what you really, you know, had in your mind. Right. So since then, um, I know you also have a podcast. How long has the podcast been going on for? So it's going to be our first anniversary. So I'm doing here a promo. Uh, it's going to be our first year um, this May. So it's my, it was actually my birthday present. I was turning 36. May May 19, it's my birthday. So um, I have a coaching certification. So I had that certification. I think I got it 
2016 when this, when my blog came out as something important for some people. And I was like, okay, I need to have, you know, like something like a base to, to, you know, prepare myself for, for whoever, the respect of whoever is reading this. So I got that certification in 2016 and part of, you know, like the, um, the like the you know like you do different kind of like um procedures or whatever i don't know how to call it but one of them it was that sometimes you do like you have marks in your life right so i was like okay i'm turning 36 i don't want to buy myself a dress i don't want to buy myself a purse i want to give myself something that i will feel proud of it next year and maybe in five years or something so that was basically the podcast the first episode i recorded the first episode i think 2017 or 16 i don't remember and i did one and i was like oh this is it nobody is gonna listen to this so whatever and i forgot about the idea because i always used to call my voice with a purpose I have a purpose besides just, you know, like selling, um, mar you know, like whatever brands around the world. So I recorded that first episode and I was like, okay, that's it, Stephanie. That's your birthday present. Good job, mama. And that was it for me. Tuesday, because my, my podcasts are every Monday. Tuesday, it came like my social media, everything was just like, I was like, what is this? Women around the world, like, you know, like all these women writing, they were like, oh my God, I loved it. Cause I can actually be driving, you know, back, back, back home and I can listen. And I was like, oh, thank you. Okay. And there was like, okay, so next Monday again. And I was like, oh, okay, let's do another one. And right now we are going to be like yesterday was aired. Uh, no, this Monday was aired the 39th episode. Um, and then we're going to turn a year by like doing it. I did it like kind of like at the beginning, like, okay, this Monday, um, next Monday. And then I actually stopped and I said, okay, I have to do a plan. This is actually like something properly like I have to do. And yeah, so it's going to be a year now. <laughs> and I'll attach on the details to you guys so you can listen to, uh, to the podcast, Stephanie's podcast. And I have to say, like, just the voice is so relaxing and such a calm voice. It's like you're, you can do yoga and listen to your podcast. Like, seriously, it's just so calm. It's perfect. It's not my high pitch over here. They're trying to get you all pumped up. If you need to do yoga or relax, listen to her. and also practice in Spanish. Why not? <laughs> Thank you so much. I love that you like the voice and everything. That's kind of like the, the main purpose is like, you know, there is a science behind that, you know, like voice is super important. And when, with, a, you know, with that kind of level, the voice of the brain and everything, you actually um, can digest the words and everything and it my podcast like the topics are very profound it's like they're deep and you have a lot of 
um, questions so you can ask, you know, answer yourself. So that is why everyone's like, oh my God, I felt you were talking about myself. Like you were talking to me because it has kind of like, you know, like I apply a lot of coaching tools in it. I don't say it, but I, there is a lot of tools right there, you know? So I really love that you'd like the, the voice I use. There you go. She just did it, you guys. She just did it. No, it really does feel like she's sitting next to you or you're just talking to a friend and having like, we all, we all love that one friend that we just had a very heart to heart, deep conversation. It just affected us a different way. That's what you feel like when you listen to her podcast. So you'll find a whole new friend. Oh, thank you. It's in Spanish. So you guys will have to practice, but you guys are more, more than welcome to sleep you can <laughs> you can play it and you guys will sleep your podcast like we said everybody should listen to it and yes it's in spanish but people can practice their spanish too <laughs> well you said the idea of the podcast how it started but what have you learned from it the most because it's a whole different experience it is a definitely a completely it's like experience for me and what i have learned about it it's basically that i thought For a very long time, I thought I was in the wrong career because I judged my complete, you know, like my complete career, I judged it like basically because um, all the experiences and everything that happened to me, I'm not saying that it was bad, but just saying that I wasn't really, um, I felt that I didn't really belong to this TV industry, whatever, you know, superficial, whatever industry. So for a very long time, I thought I, um, I wasn't, you know, like I wasn't to be meant to be doing what I did for a very long time. I thought I wasn't happy and everything. And going through this entire thing with the blogging with, um, have taught me that everything happens for a reason. I know it's like everyone says that, but everything It sounds very cliche, but it's so true. It is. It is like, I have been using pretty much all the experience, all the professional experience I have learned throughout all these, I don't know, 16 or 20 years that I have been working. As a producer, I can do the podcast and in 20 minutes, everything is done. I, I know how to you know, like, uh, like the storytelling, what kind of, how do the advertising gave me, you know, like all the tools, like, okay, you don't say that in like that phrase, like this, you do it like this. And, you know, like you gave me so many tools that I have learned that I was always wrong. I lived and I learned about my production career. Uh, I never really thought you know, how much I did. So that was one of the lessons the podcast gave me. Second of all, uh, it, it, it taught me I can actually um, be a very structured person. Because I always thought, I you know, like I'm the rebel, you know, like I'm like, you know, like the easygoing girl. I hate routines, whatever. No, the podcast gave me the structure in my brain to do, okay, it's every Monday, Stephanie, so you have to do it. And I think it has been the project that I have committed myself the most. Um, the respect that I have for the audience is bigger than my lesson, like being lazy, you know, around. And that was the second lesson that I was like, you know what, Stephanie, you're, you can actually, because people, 
people think and have that cliche like okay people that works in tv and advertising or whatever they always wearing black and they are like hippies and they're like they are have like messy hair and they are like easygoing and they're always smoking pot and you know like they have these um kind of like stereotype about how we are and this is something very serious producing something tv podcast or whatever it is a very very serious thing and you have to commit a lot and creative being creative it's a hella hella huge work and the third lesson is that it i think it's the biggest lesson i have learned in a year is to believe in myself to believe in that 18 years old girl that opened that door that day, like to believe in her, like she believed in herself and I didn't know, you know, I was stronger than what I thought. I, now I see myself as a very insecure girl. I don't know how insecure I really was, you know? So I have learned to believe in myself when I saw how many women around, around the world are listening to the podcast. I was like, I need you to go and look yourself at that mirror and I want you to finally believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, everything that you are saying, it's only crap. It's words without any sense. It's BS. So it actually, it actually built myself. Stephanie, you have to believe in what you're saying because if not, you're just lying. And I hate lies. I don't, I don't like, you know, like say, be, be saying something. We call that in, in, you know, like in, in voiceovers, we call that lip sync when your lips are actually synced with what you're saying. So it's like, no, there's no way. There's no way you're actually doing something and saying something because I think that's that's a very important part of my life. There's, there, are, there are many of them, but these are like maybe like the, you know, like the most important ones. I want to say like that is just perfect example of I feel like why somebody should start their podcast because even if you legit have only just one listener, think of that listener as that's your best friend. Like we need just one best friend. Like you don't need 800 best friends. If you get 800, that's amazing. But that is so true though, because I find that doing myself, like sometimes I would say do this or do this and like would share like the right thing to do. And I catch myself making a mistake and I'd be like, ha, on this episode, I said, you should do this. So I'm going to hold myself accountable because I'm fake if I don't. So it's just funny, but it happens. And I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one that this happens to you because you just look back and you're like, am I, am I doing what am I praising? Right. And I think it's very funny and it's because of you create a kind of like a consciousness, you know, like you are more aware of what you say, of what you think, of what you feel. Cause like there is a, an actually like a, a legit process in your brain when you think something and you say it, there is a process right there. So it's not like the words, cause people is like words. We have a, like a saying, I'm pretty sure in English as well, but there is a saying that, um, 
like the wind takes out the the words basically it's like no the wind yeah, like the words dissolve on the on the air we say no yeah. that's that's totally not true like when you say something like those words will will impact someone in a good or a bad way and it happens with you as well you know like you listen to yourself you say something you you know like it goes to your brain then through your mouth and then those words will be like okay what i'm i'm very good at giving advices to others hello and what about yourself it's like you're not really being honest with you you know as you can tell i mean you i feel like every year every couple of months you're up to a new project which I don't know if there's going to be like a hold on pause for you because I feel like it's more like a boost up for your project and your project. So let me ask you this. If you were to be on a stage and get the reward that would literally make, make, your, make you so happy, the happiest in your life, and your family and your loved ones are there, what award are you receiving? I you just like press that button like because I'm a very visual person so while you were like saying everything I visualize everything in my, I pictured everything like everything um I think I have been a writer since I was a girl it was kind of like my my escape you know like kind of like writing for me was kind of like stepping out of the real world and writing the stories I would love to be living, you know, like when I faced a lot of kind of like hard times during my childhood or whatever. So that kind of like escape became actually a, a talent I developed or I was born with, I don't know. So a few days ago, I, I don't really like tags. So a few days ago, I said, if I would love a tag on me, like, I don't really like the, the producer tag. It's not like, it doesn't, I don't really feel like the voice over. But when I say Stephiter, you know, like, enough, it kind of like gives me like that. Wow. So if I have to picture myself receiving an award, it will be like a, I don't know, like a bestseller award New York Times for bestseller. first book or something like, a, I don't know what well, we can't really say Pulitzer, but something like that, like, like receiving something. It's like, that will be like a reward for that girl. It will be like, Hey girl, you did it. That will be it. All you need to do is just get those ideas to an actual file together and you're great at marketing you have phenomenal ideas you should just do it it's it's on it's it's on it like I'm on it it's it's right there um, um I'm working very hard to accomplish that and I think um that's you know what part part of the plan during all these lockdown over here like I have I have had I don't know, 45 days, days already locked down here at my place. So um, I'm kind of like escaping, writing a little bit, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Good. Putting it together. 
I'm excited for this now. So is that the, the most exciting new project that you're working on? Or do you have something else that you have boiling and you're just keeping it a secret? You know, that's really funny because I'm not really a, I don't really plan things that easily. Like I can be over here and a, and a great idea will just pop up, you know, like, and it will be like, okay, what are, why I don't do this. And then, you know, like it becomes, it becomes a great thing right now. I think definitely like writing, it's one of like my kind of like that guilty pleasure project. I really want to work with, but I don't, to be very honest, I think we are all maybe on the same page. It's not that we're not feeling hope or whatever. We don't, we're not thinking about the future, but I think, um, this time and everything that it's happening, it's giving us maybe a break or a time to think about, okay, maybe whatever I was thinking, it's going to happen. Maybe it might not happen. So I'm just trying to take day by day and see um, and be a little bit more compassionate about myself and, and say, you know, not, you didn't do it today, but you did this and good on you that you actually you know, you were able to do that. I would love to, I will definitely love to uh, become more worldwide, um, the account and the podcast and everything, because I do believe that there are a lot of people that actually, it's not that I'm an expert. I'm, I actually don't um, call myself an expert or anything with, I think we, we learn from every single person but if my experience can actually help someone by any chance, I will definitely love the, this project to become, to become a little bit more worldwide. It's not something that I am working, like I have a plan, a marketing plan to do it. It's, I think it has happened in a very organic way and I truly um, will keep it in that way. But, but right now I don't have, I, I, a month ago, I, my, my answer will be completely different. I think right now I'm more than, okay, we'll see what happens. Cause we, I don't, I don't know what, what to think, you know? But so, also for visual people, your brain is just constantly working. So you have just an idea and you expand it and expand it. And then it's kind of blurred, but like as the time passes, it just gets clearer. That's true. That's completely true. And as it, that's as a visual and as a dreamer. Like, you know, I um, right now I have, I had, I used to have like plans to be traveling around this year and all that. You know, like I'm like, okay, so what I'm gonna do with you, 2020? What are you gonna let me do? So I think by now, one of my biggest projects is to, um, to be, to use all this time to be a better version of myself. I have found I have to work a lot of things uh, inside myself. So I think, okay, maybe this is why I'm getting all this spare time or whatever, to be resilient, resilient, you know, like to be able to, that I have always done. Like I have to, I have to be um, fair with my, with myself. 
I, I am very, um, I can actually adapt very quickly. And I don't know, to be a better person, to be a better mom, those are kind of like my projects that I have in my mind right now. I'm actually very surprised. I don't have something really big in my mind right now. Very surprised. That's how basic I have become. I have become. Thank you, coronavirus. I think like coronavirus is like resetting all of us, like resetting, like it's a whole system reset. It's like when something is not working or is working too much, try to reset it. And I feel like that's what the whole virus situation has done to all of us too. <laughs> yeah, because if you would have asked me that question like a month ago, I I think I'll have like at least five big projects right away. And right now I think become like still alive is one of them. To have my old family alive, that's another one my friends, um, the world can heal and all that kind of stuff. Um, doctors find a vaccine. <laughs> like, yeah, like I think it's, and, and, and it's good. Um, thank you for that question. Cause you are, I think we are more basic and we kind of like can actually picture ourselves being more happy with less. So you don't have so, to maybe have big projects to be, you know, so is that your, so let, if, if you were to define success, mm -hmm. what would be your personal definition? My personal definition of success, I have to say, and this is definitely a very personal um, definition. Success for me is being able to understand yourself. Success for me is able to look back and say, I have done it. I have accomplished whatever I thought I wasn't gonna accomplish. Um, be able to heal. Because people think being successful, it's all about money, about like what you have accomplished in, 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 in a professional term. And I think definitely, of course, being successful in your job or whatever but that's why there are so many successful and famous people so empty because they haven't really accomplished the inner successful so i consider myself a very successful woman and when people says like oh you're famous here in panama whatever i'm like no no please i'm not famous at all and i don't want to be famous if you want to call me in a way you're more than, more than free to call me successful because I am a woman that have worked a lot to become a better version of herself. So that's for me that it's successful to be able to heal and to be able to not only heal yourself and use your word, use your voice to help others to say, you know, you can actually heal. I think for me, that's definitely, if you ask me, it's like, I'm not millionaire right now or whatever, but I do believe I'm a very successful woman. And actually I had a, I had a, a meeting today with my therapist. And when we were actually going to finish the call, she said, I don't know if my words are actually helpful for you right now. And I was like, you have no idea how helpful these words were for me. When she finished, she said, I have known you for so long 
And you should be proud of yourself. You have done such a deep inner job. And I was like, okay, I'm going to about to cry right now. And just being at that point that, you know, like, you're like, okay, mama, wow, you have done all these jobs just for you, just for yourself, not for, because being a better person, it's not an accomplishment for anybody. It's an accomplishment for yourself. That is my definition of success. Being able to be, being able to be better for yourself, not for anybody, not to have a trophy or not to have a something in your wall. It's that. I don't, I don't, I don't think anything that I have done in my life have gave me that feeling of saying, you know what? Oh, wow. I faced this problem. Wow. Like I have face it like in such a different and sane way that I actually don't recognize myself. So that is my personal definition of success right there. I love it. I love it because it's so important. Self-growth, self-improvement. It's so important. And especially living in today's society, unfortunately, we're putting the outside a lot more important than the inside, but the inside, like I say, build yourself with bricks, not with sand. And mm -hmm. once you have that, or once you turn that sand into bricks with a little, you know, processing, because at the end of the day, that's what it takes. It's such a stronger foundation and it's you, your castle, you building your own thing. And that's, thank you for sharing that because often, and that's why I asked this the very last question. I think if you ask somebody, what's your definition of success, their answer, it tells a lot about the person too. And as you guys can tell, she went really deep there. So you should connect with her too. Where, yeah. can, people, <laughs> where can people connect with you, Stephanie? Okay, you can find me. It's in Spanish though. So I'm gonna, just going to say it. I'm pretty sure you're going to write it on the description. Um, well, actually, if you put Steph Nieto, Steph with S and F, you will find me on Instagram. But my Instagram is Equipaje de una Mujer, which is in Spanish. And that's how you can find me all over. And if you want to look at it, but I don't think you will, um, I'm Steph Nieto every single where. And you can see, you can find my whatever professional, whatever that doesn't really matter at all. But that's how they can find me. And I'll attach the details here. And you guys, I'm telling you, if you join one of her live sessions, it goes so crazy because you have so many people just joining in and everybody just giving love and everybody just, it's like a big family that you're just reuniting and then you go your own way and then you come back again. So I, I highly advise you to just look at one of her live Instagrams. And it just feels like you just connected with sisters. It's, it's, it's really weird. That's the only time that I felt that through your lives. I'll be honest. It's really weird. And I have to say those are, that's one of the, like, you know, like the, something that I, I feel really proud of it because maybe it's easy to build a platform or, or whatever and connect with some people. Maybe that part isn't that hard, but actually connecting with people that can, can connect with themselves in such an amazing way. Like 
I have done so many events and they, and I'm like, oh, so you knew each other? It's like, no, we just met and I'm just going to drive her home, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God. So definitely, I feel really happy about that, that, you know, like the whole community, it's really, it's, it's, that's, I think what, whatever you are, your, whatever you are inside, that's what you attract. And that's it. It's, it's, you know, when you're responsible of yourself and how you feel, that's the people you attract. So you don't know, like, I don't know why I'm attracting this kind of men or, or no, no, that's not, I don't know why these kind of men are, are the only ones that approached me. It's like, nope, take responsibility of that. You are attracting them, but that's another thing. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about right now. Well, yeah, and that kind of to tag along, if you're looking to attract the right thing, just shape your puzzle the right way. Totally. I'm doing that Two right pieces. now. Shape the puzzle the right way to attract what you want. Don't think one thing and then show up another thing. So align yourself with, you know, with everything. Align yourself. That's, I love that. Stephanie, thank you so, so much for being a part of RM Podcast FL. Any last message that you want to give to the audience? Um, not really. I think I have talked a lot, but thank you so much, Romina. I think I told you already this, but I'm going to say it in front of every single person. You are one of the definitely highlights of the Podfest, and I'm very happy I made that trip right there and I met you. And, and I'm very happy you actually approached me. And as you said, um, that's one of the like most beautiful things, meeting people around the world and actually being able to connect and to align yourself with uh, that people, um, you know, like the purpose and everything. Thank you so much for having me here um, in your podcast. I feel very proud of whatever you're doing, like everything, like seriously, I just love your 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 vibe everything you 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 like your energy you put your energy right there and that's how that's how people feel it so thank you so much it's an honor um and i'm sorry if my english is not really you know my accent oh, or whatever perfect no it's perfect like when i first met her you guys before we, we stopped this before when i met her i was like oh so i came from jacksonville because we're in orlando i was like i'm came from jacksonville where are you guys from and Nicole was like, I'm from Tampa. She's like, I'm from Panama City. And I was like, oh, that's a drive. And she said, oh, no, no, Panama. Like, <laughs> the country Panama. I was like, oh, oh that's a flight. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the first and maybe the last, the last trip of this year. Like, we actually met each other basically, like, at, one more day and I couldn't be back home. Yeah, because they, was... they shut down everything like right after the conference. Oh my God, that's super crazy. But well, well everything here we happens are, so for... everything. Cliche. No, it's not cliche. Everything happens for a reason, you guys. Well, totally. I'll, I'll attach all Steph's information on the details. So definitely make sure to tap along and connect with her, you guys. Definitely, definitely listen to her podcast, read her blog. I know a lot of people speak Spanish too, so go for it. Reach out to her. If you have any questions, reach out to me. And tune in every week for amazing episodes just like this one, you guys. And also look at the www.rmpodcastfl.com. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.